Talk Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Hello, Matt. I'm curious. Why do you always start with me? Alphabetically, you should start with Amy. I try to switch <laughs> it up. Maybe. For now, I'm going to go with Amy first. And Amy, how are you today? <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> so today, we have, we have quite a bit to talk about. They finally came through on a preview. Some people have said, and actually did preview something that people that were expecting but nobody really knew about, 40K 9th edition. It was nice that they actually, like, it ended and I was like, alright, that was something. Yeah. Like, okay, that Which, was something. <laughs> although a lot, a lot of people were like, ugh, two models and like, that's it? In an app? Ugh, worst preview ever. But uh, uh, they sort of totally yeah. But some it. people are never happy. So. I, 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 no, I know. I kind of get it though, because to a certain degree, if you're someone who's like more visually inclined, like I am, yeah, don't true. really care so much about the rules. And I, I mean, Games Workshop, like t- to me, the game is there to support the malls, not vice versa. So while I'm excited about Ninth Edition, two models does feel like, uh, but. <laughs> We'll get into why within hours that didn't matter. Yeah, and not only not only that, but I mean, I will I will say that they dragged it out about a half hour longer than they really needed <laughs> yeah, to. Like they could have they could have trimmed that down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you you and I were <laughs> chit chatting on the Discord, and oof, I was. They sure did like talking about chainsaws. Oh yeah. And I honestly, at one point, was not sure if they were just goofing off and kidding around. Like, I, I wasn't sure if they were being serious any longer. Like, I, no one wants to talk about chain swords for that long, right? Did they were say, filling in space. Chain swords came up again in the Q and A yesterday too, which I thought was funny. But yeah, ninth edition coming, coming probably soon. I mean, it feels like it feels like you know all this stuff would have been spaced out over a few months, but since everything was shut down, it's sort of like really going to be packed together now. Probably a few- yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people were saying, right? They're like, oh, but like way to drop it in the middle of Psychic Awakening, and it's like, well, no, they're not. Psychic Awakening would have been done. Yeah, like definitely. we would have finished it, and they usually come out in July ish. Mm. So, so people can uh, can enjoy a summer of uh, getting their game on with the new edition. Yeah. And figure out what new stuff they need before Christmas. That is very astute. Mm-hmm. And we got we got our our first edition with a nice cinematic trailer, which was pretty cool, I thought. So, I had a few problems with it. It was very cool, and I was into it. Oh, I'm, and... I'm go ahead. I want to see if you have the same problems with it that I do. Mine yeah, are so, predictable. So I was I was into it and um and there's there's this, you know, sister who's going in and, and fighting these Necrons and it's this whole thing and she's talking about praying and how the Emperor's going to provide and something something about his angels and I'm like, Oh man, because when the sisters came out, JF and I had, had this like big discussion in which we dissected every little word that they had put in the flavor text under images and so there was there was discussion about it said a living saint instead of the living saint and I was like this is it we're mm. gonna get more living saints and it's gonna be awesome and then it turns out that the savior of the sister of battle is a goddamn space marine. I will say I I enjoyed it I enjoyed it less once the space marine showed up. Right, I, like it was good. I really and I was enjoyed like, yeah, the sister part, great. the sisters part. And I was like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. To me, it's just it's pretty much that like. I, I don't even mind seeing the space marines. Space marines no, are no, inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there is going to be space marines. I like. Listen. Let me put it to you this way: 
there was no chaos. No one talked there was about no chaos. chaos. Mm. Like a whole cinematic, and no one said the chaos gods or threats from the warp. None of that. It was on that part alone. I was very satisfied. But as much like the the, the sister battles have been painted as such badasses recently, and I am absolutely on board with them just mm. being murder machines. And having that one sister, after she, like, prays a deadly wound away, like, to me, like, oh, man, that is the Emperor intervening. And then, oh, no, she gets saved by a space marine, like, come on. Like, have her be saved by more sisters. Yep, that's great. No problem. And and then the space marines are I don't even care. Guardsmen would have been great, if only for the fact that, we do see, like, with the regimental standard, like, the the, the guardsmen, it's fun to have them be the butt, butt of a joke. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, you got to figure they're being sent to war for something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get disintegrated, apparently. I mean, they're no longer going to be able to be uh, um, CP farms, so. Right. Which is fantastic. Yeah. But recast that image where, like, she's, she's about to get killed by that Necron thing, and then something from off-screen off arrives, and it is, it's a guardsman, which are the arms of the, the Emperor in their own way. Yep. And then he points, and we see drop pods falling at the, on the horizon. Then we know, oh, man, the space marines are coming. I don't know. I just... Mm. Chainsaws are never going to not be funny to me, though, like, in action. <laughs> like, it just, it happened, and I was like, oh, man. You mean, like, how, how he stabs up, but the, the top, like, and back is... Yeah, it was not, it was not, <laughs> yeah. it was very evil dead, and here we are. It's fine. Unknowably ancient aliens constructs wielding monofilament energy weapons are about as powerful as a dude with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I thought it was. It's neat though that the Necrons are sort of going to, for the next edition anyway, at least as far as the storyline goes, be the big bad, because um, they've just sort of been there for a while. I mean, they're going to be big bad at launch, and I mean, they're yeah, going to get cycled hopefully. out or whatever. I mean, it's fine. I mean, they're we're going to get to talk about it, but they are getting a massive release. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and I am down with that. They deserve it. But where that kind of gives me hope is that there are other armies that yes. also deserve a massive release, and I am eager for it. Yeah, and in, in... so go okay, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying, I, I was just going to try to seg into like talking about the, uh, the the actual announcements and all, but if you have something to ha- to add, nope, nope. You let's let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> So yeah. So All right. We, first, let's la- lament the fact that Wade wasn't there because that made me sad. Yeah. I miss Wade so much. Between no podcasts, and then he hasn't done the last couple announcements, and he's—I mean, he's got the showmanship, and I miss him. Yeah, he's got the showmanship, and he's got the the, the pacing and timing. I feel. Yes. He's like he runs a tight ship. Yes. Definitely. He does not get distracted by chain swords. <laughs> Sorry, I totally the, the the derailed thing by talking about Wade. I know we're no, all silent. Okay. No, so Wade was good. I mean, we missed Wade. Um, and so it started. They started with the trailer. They have assured us that um, all of our all of our codexes are are gonna be fine. Until you get a which new is one. fine. Yeah, until you get a new one. But that's fine by me. Like we're not yeah, yeah. exploding everything and going back to an index. Like it, it's fine. Um, all the campaign books are gonna transfer over also, and chain swords are back because primaries have them now. Yay. You get assault primaries. So they're chainsaws, but bigger. <laughs> just, just for anybody who wasn't listening to this live, they spent a solid ten minutes talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. This, I know, I'm prone to exaggerations and hyperbole. This is not one. No, legitimately, probably ten minutes of the stream was was talking about assault primaries marines. But then it got good, so that was okay. Yeah, it's, no, yeah. it's fine. It was still a good announcement. Man. Yeah, we they they talked about the the ten top top ten changes with with ninth edition. 
some pretty interesting stuff in there. Mainly that I one of the ones I liked was that train was actually going to be something now, uh, rather than just yeah. Like, and they um, your save. They talked to about that um, a bunch on the Q and A, and mm-hmm. while I think it's going to require a little more pre-game conversation with your opponent, um, it feels pretty good overall. Um, which is fun because building terrain is one of those things that I enjoy. Yeah. And so it's nice for it to like mean something. Like, yeah, hey, it's... here's this cool terrain I built, and you're like, great, minus one, move on. <laughs> like this means stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sort of that. It's another part to having a really impressive game, right? Not only the nicely painted arms, but a nice, nice terrain setup too. And you know, and especially in the Q and A, they're saying, you know, oh, if you plan an ice world, it's gonna feel like you're playing on an ice world. So if they do that right, it's gonna be great. Yeah. And I mean, like, and, and theoretically, like a lot of that kind of stuff, like, could be optional, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't care that you're playing on an ice world. Fine, don't worry about that then. Um, but for the rest of us, but like they said in the Q and A, like woods are going to feel different than buildings, which are going to feel different than bunkers, which are going to feel different than swamps. Like it's yeah. all going to be its own thing. So I feel like I'm going to need like a whole set of like markers. Be like, all right, well this is obscured and this is this and this is that. And all right, great, we're all agreed. Excellent. Let's roll dice. I'm also optimistic that this is going to have an impact on uh, themed terrain. Like mm-hmm. as, as someone mm-hmm. who has bought and started building an awesome frag drill. I, I mean, I was putting it, putting it in for flavor because it doesn't feel like the rules are going to be that great with the type of army I'm doing. But if they're revamping that and doing something interesting with it, then you know we might end up with really cool terrain features. The fact that we have more and more army-specific terrain, like the absolutely and objectively useless uh, warp gate for Eldar's. Yeah. Um, a revamp of these things is not is going to go a long way, I think. Like I've never seen someone bring a warp gate to a game. Nope. Yeah. Why would they? Right. Yeah. Kind of pointless. So yeah, so great new rules around terrain. Also, um, they sort of mentioned that vehicles will be able to to shoot into close combat, and the internet went crazy from both sides. Yep. We don't know what the rules are yep. yet, guys. Let's calm down a little bit. But, um, and in the Q&A, uh, they, they said, also clarif- go ahead. Yeah, they also said that, that monsters, yeah. Yeah. like big Tyranids, are also going to be able to do that. Yeah. So make, we'll stop your vehicles from, from getting bogged down by some Gretchen and not being able to do anything, which should be great. Um, what else were they talking about? Um, well, they're basically, they're sort of revamping how command points work. Oh, yeah, the big one, of course. <laughs> yeah, the big one. So command points are going to be based off of your game size, um, and everybody's going to start with the same number, but you're going to spend them differently, which is awesome. Um, the big question of, will I still need troops? And it's like, yes, because they hold objectives and stuff, but you don't have to include them, and you're not taking units just to unlock command points. Which, um, is, which is great. It's yeah. great. It's gonna make those um, soup armies are turns. still viable, but yep. it will cost command points, which, which is, is also even great. better. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. it's kind of the opposite. Where in the past you made a soup army to maximize command points, right. and now if you make a soup army, you're actually going to have to, you're going to pay for it. Right. The, the best. Great. The best way they put it is they said, so if you're loyal to your loyal thirty-two, you can still take them. Yes. Um. But yeah, it just makes armies like Ravenwing, Deathwing, any sort of you know those specialist armies that use don't use really use a lot of troops more viable to play because you'll have those command points to do what you want. And not only that, but um, they're saying also overall, you know, if you stick to one faction, you'll have more command points, and you should overall be seeing more command points across the board. Right. Um, yeah, they said they like command points because that that represents what your what your general and what your troops are going to be doing. Like it's. And so that's it's cool. It lets you do cool stuff. They're making the game cool. They like want you to do cool stuff. Here's my caveat about that is because and this is a very personal weakness because I, I can't remember like what I had for breakfast. I'm this this puts me in a situation where I need to sit down and actually learn all my little stratagems and things so I can use my command points. I hate doing that, <laughs> but but I, I get like the, the narrative advantages of using you know command points. Like you can do so many cool things. 
So I, I guess I need to just, you know, swallow the bitter pill and, uh, and, and at least learn to pick, like, the cool ones for the armies I play. Yeah. And you'll be able to use command points to keep uh, units in reserve, too. And yeah, it's, they're it's... revamping how all of that works, which is going to be interesting. And which is fine, because I didn't really know how it worked before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad but... to have an excuse again to be like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing at all. New edition. Sorry, guys. And it sounds I, like... It, it sounds like what they're, how they were saying it, they didn't actually re- say this was the way it works, but it sounds like the longer you keep them reserved, the further up the board they'll be able to come into the game, which could be interesting, too. Right. Yeah, that would be very interesting. I but you also run that risk of right. if everything else gets wiped out, they're gonna it's... come in alone. So I, I'm I'm down with that, but it does make my next army, which are Gene Steer cults, mean nothing right now because <laughs> they're so based on reserves. Yeah, like that's their whole shtick. That's their army army wide rules. So now I, I don't know how the army plays at all. Well, I, yeah, they might be not able, even a little. They might be able to do it without spending command points, but which would be good. But we'll find out. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll know. Yeah, eventually. Soon probably sooner. <laughs> sooner probably later. soon, though. Yeah. I have a yeah. feeling like there's a reason why they're sort of throwing so many things at us so quickly. Is oh, it's it, been crazy. It, it does. But it gives me the impression like they they need to play catch up like they have a yearly schedule and they need to get back on it and that means releasing and and pre-orders and announcements now 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 yeah I mean Psychic yeah. Awakening was was once a month I wouldn't be surprised if it was every two weeks at this point just Probably. to just to get all out and then to catch up yeah yeah um, because anything that they've already had produced. They want to get out as soon as possible. Yeah. Now the production's back in, back in, running. They can move forward. Um, flyers. Yes. This part was exciting to me. So they're changing how flyers work um, with how you can fly through, um, like how stuff underneath it interacts with it. Um, but also, they can leave the board and come back. Um, and so while my greatest moment of last Adepticon was when oh, yeah. uh, Maverick and Goose flew off into the sunset after their grand bombing run against the Adeptus Mechanicus, um, which was the best move I had all weekend. <laughs> it um, was so great to see them say, all right, losers, Maverick and Goose are out. out. For those wondering, Ma- Maverick, Maverick and Goose uh, was a DACA jet, so it's the orc pilot and his uh, his uh, Gretchen, yeah, his yeah. Gre- Gretchen buddy. And they were the best, and uh, yeah, flew them right off the board because it was either that or they get shot down. So this is exciting to me that they'll be able to like fly off and, and come back. That is interesting. I'm, I'm like, which is great. Like, and so maybe this means more flyers, which would be great because the flyers are some of the best models that yep, I that have absolutely out in the last few years. I want to see more of the Sunshark bombers and fighters for the Tau. The, the Eldar flyer is just one of the coolest models. It's minutes to build, yep. always fun to paint. Like yep. it is great, and we, I mean, we see it kind of sometimes. But I'd like to see people bring more of them. I now have, um, since 7th edition, when three Corvus Black Stars were a formation, I've had three Corvus Black Stars. I've only put one to, and painted one, but now maybe I'll have an excuse to do the other two. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, now the only problem with that for me, going back to my Genestiller cults, is that Genestiller <laughs> cults don't have flyers. So, hooray! <laughs> Maybe they'll get one. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, all right, so flyers are going to be a thing this edition, and we're going to be all about flyers, and, and we're going to bring back the double dragon, and here we go. And so maybe your gene stealer cult will get a flyer. And that would be amazing. Which mm-hmm. kind of brings me to a, a generic point, is that, I mean, you just said, all right, like, flyers are going to be a thing. Like, flyers are back. But we just talked about how, well, um, you know, terrain is back, and assault is back. And I was really afraid when they talked about vehicles being able to just absolutely raffle stomp uh, horde armies and horde units. But like in the fact, we addressed that. Like horde, you know, horde units are gonna get their day too. So 
everything's back. And I'm happy about that because, yeah. you know, I mean, we've we've played the tug of war seesaw thing for several editions before eighth edition where it was well what what type of combat is going to be the hot thing for this edition right and now it seems like they're just they were like sure. oh wait you want to have fun right right oh, yes oh that's what we forgot with a game and like let's not say that eighth edition wasn't fun no eighth edition was great which is the problem, right? So you mm-hmm. have a great thing. It's like they're serving you cake. And then you have your cake. You're eating your cake. Man, man that cake is great. And then they take the cake away. Like, and they say, oh, we're going to bring back another dessert. And like, um, well, I really like the cake. Like, I know it wasn't perfect, but I can't. Like, I'm worried you're just going to bring back sewage. <laughs> or, or, or just not as good a cake. Like it could be anything. Like so far, you've been a good cook in the past little while, so I kind of trust you to be able to bring me something. But now the way you're describing it, it's like, well, we're not going to tell you what we're doing with the cake. But let me just say, the new version of this cake is going to come out of the freezer. Hint, hint, ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if they deliver on ice cream cake to replace the cake they're taking away, ah, I'm really, <laughs> really warm in my studio right now, and so this is where <laughs> I went there. But go in and go it, ahead right? and go ahead and fill out the uh, JF makes a food metaphor square on your bingo card. <laughs> oh, we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> I write Aquilo. Like all I do is food right. metaphors and simplies now. This is my life. <laughs> And one of the other things they mentioned was that uh, blast weapons, If I, apparently there's going to be a keyword blast where they do max hits. So I imagine that'll be things like battle cannons on Lehman Russes and, and Knights and, and things of that nature. Um, Very disappointed they're not bringing back templates, but slightly bigger templates. Yep, slightly that we differently need to buy. sized templates. Yeah, right. That, that was Old Games Workshop. Old Games Workshop would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... They also said that they've balanced the missions for every point level, because that used to be tough, right? If you wanted to play like a thousand points, trying to use the some of the missions parameters in the in the eighth edition rulebook didn't really work out too well. Um, yeah. But in speaking of points levels, mm-hmm. crusade. 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 I'm kind of excited about this. Like, as someone yeah. who theoretically works at a local game store, um who like we do a lot of escalation stuff and so trying to figure out like other than just being like all right well uh this week it's 500 and then in like three weeks it's gonna be a thousand and great like other like it's it's nice that they're giving us a framework to put it in yes and it sounds like a pretty detailed framework too you know like they were saying oh your your space marine hero gets hurt too many times well now he's a dreadnought yeah and then, like, um, they say that the core book is going to have the the basic information, but that your codex is what's going to have, like, your real specific thing. Like, Blood yeah. Angels are managing the, the Black Rage. Thousand Sons are hunting for artifacts. Um, and that's great. Like, that, like, that does sound an awful lot like the Warcry campaign system, which mm. is very, very good. Yes, it is. Yeah. That'll be really in. Yeah, and so it each... also has that same thing that Warcry has, where you and I can play together, and it doesn't matter where I am in my campaign and where you are in your campaign, it's going to work out. Which is probably the most important thing because any old Necromunda players know what it's like facing a gang with a gang rating four times higher than yours, and how <laughs> not fun that game is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was sort of their. Their big um, points to make with the new edition, and I think you know the big thing is it's not a reset. They're just they're trying to just refine eighth edition into something else, you know, a little bit. Yeah, they could have just as easily called it like eight five. Yeah, had they wanted to, but but with this announcement, we get a CA shortly after. There was some poor photos on the internet, so GW in their expedited releasing of things just showed us a lot of brand new Necron stuff. Which is all the best was the best part of that announcement, right? Because they're always the potato quality photos. Yeah. And so the best part was 
that they put together <laughs> the potato necron. And yeah. and he's asking in binary at something like, Do you want to see some models? And it's <laughs> very good. And yeah, and the the fact that they took the photo and then wrote commentary on it. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> like what the it sucks to be those guys. There is a lot going on to the point where I'm still finding things that I'm like, wait, what is that thing? Yeah. It, it it's there's I mean, Necrons are gonna go from having what whatever it is ten models to who knows, it seems like a lot of models. Yeah, well so they did do during the big announcement, they did yeah. talk about um the new warriors. Yeah. Right? Which, Which look awesome. right. Which look awesome because they're kind of beat up, and so I've like I've had the beat up Necron thing in the back of my head forever, and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> and it's nice too if you're already a Necron player because these new ones will like you can mix in, right? Yeah. So now you don't have quite your homogenous death robots. Yeah, they don't look incredibly different from the other the the the, the original ones. Right. I mean, people are gonna have to rebase them. Sure, but that's but it. We've all been there, all of us. I have not because I play mostly turnips. <laughs> um, no. um, so they've they've showed us the because they previewed at the at the very end. They did these like snippets, like they've done with the other things, and they did snippets of the Silent King model, um, which is going to be it looks like. Um, it's going to be sort of like the Triumph of St. Catherine and mm. whatever the one for the um, Bone Reapers is, where it's a multi-model centerpiece thing. And can this be the new flyer slash terrain for every army? Please. Yeah. Can can I have one of those for every army? Because they are beautiful centerpieces. Yes. They are complex. They look like they're a lot of fun to paint. That one just looks glorious. Yep. And there's no reason not to have something thematically proper for every one of these freaking armies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't tell me like the, the sculpting team is not just freaking drooling at right? the mouths to be able to make a dozen space diorama so they can sell us kits. Right? That's exactly like yes, and like make them super specifically themed to the sub factions. Like that, like then, then you've got me interested in space marines. I mean, like not me, but <laughs> I mean I not really. It. Like not enough to build any, but you know, like if you've got, you're like, all right, so now it's not just a matter of well, I'm gonna paint my guys blue and your guys are gonna be red and they're totally different. And maybe I put a thing on their shoulder. Like give them also like, and here's my dark angel specific centerpiece, and that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it, and and I mean, fine. I we just, we went merely to Space Marines because, but I I I want to see what that would look like for weirder armies like Tyranids. Tyranids, mm. yeah, like a nest, like a nest or or a um. Just, I, I mean, we we do have some of the old character models, like there was the parasite of whatever that basically spawned um. That, that that's that spawned rippers and things like yep. there's these like multi-model units that would be cool so yeah no definitely down for that i'm glad we're seeing more of that yeah um also in this picture there's the weird um i call them silt striders like from morrowind but they're these big tall spindly leg yeah. things i don't know what the hell that is but i love it and so, like, so I've had the idea for for Necron sort of in the back of my head. And I'm going, oh, this is good. And then I remembered that I'm super into Dark Mechanicum. And I was like, oh, I can take all of this. <laughs> Everything oh, works. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, new monoliths. Yes. And then there's all sorts of other stuff. Like, there's some sort of, like, I don't know how much of it is just their terrain that they have put in this picture to make it fancy. There seem to be sort of portal things or... Like shield generators and all kinds of stuff in the back. Noctilith monuments. You yep. also seems to be finally a plastic heavy destroyer model. Yep. Yeah. Some. I assume these are. There's a new cryptech. There's a tall dude. There's also these weird hunchback things. Like, there's just so much. There's a lot. Yeah. Ending. It's 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 a ridiculous amount of new stuff for Necrons. The new Satan. Yes. 
I have hopes and wishes for that. Um, I mean, this is not a Satan that necessarily has mm. the aesthetic of a known Satan. Yeah. Like, a lot of people say, mm. oh, it must be the dragon because tail and, tail and wings, and I, I get that. I'm down with that. I'm, But I, judging by the size and the complexity, this could easily be, like, a multi-kit where you have a Deceiver shard, you have a Nightbringer shard, mm -hmm. you have a Void Dragon yep. shard, and maybe just a generic Satan shard. Yep. Like, g give me that level of complexity for cool kits, and I'm, I'm going to be down with this. It's just, it's... I didn't, I... Myself didn't think that Necrons were going to be the... the... the line getting a new design, but I'm happy they did. But yes. Especially not that extensively. Like we've we've talked a lot about um, certain army lines, like like Tyranids and Eldar, still being stuck with some of their older models, um, some stuff that's in fine cast still. And and when he, when he came out with like the new um, Cabalite dudes and the, the new uh, Howling Banshees, we thought, oh, they're gonna slowly replace uh, some of the fine cast with plastic as they go along. And when they hit the Necrons and we got saw Illuminor or Saraz and that was that seemed to be kind of it. Mm -hmm. But then then we get new new warriors, like, alright, well that's still not like replacing the Flayed One. But there's then there's a short story about Flayed One. So like, yeah. man, are they really doing a short story about like literally the crappiest models they have left for that line? Yeah, the one the one that literally everyone converts from right. something else. <laughs> yeah. Usually the night haunt. Yeah, because yeah, you don't have a choice. They're terrible. Yeah. And then then they come out with this. And, I mean, there's stuff in there. Like, the monoliths, I'm not going to say the old monoliths were fine. The old monoliths were really a pain to to, to, to put together. And, yeah. I mean, they're old models, but they were fully plastic. You, you, yeah. you could have you stretched the life of that for a while. Mm -hmm. Same for the warriors. and but But they're revamping all of that. So, if... Because going back, like going back to 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 the the, the shift in edition, um, one of the things that was a bit of an annoyance, and I really hope Games Workshop does not do that, is back yonder in 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 the the Silver Age, or a while back, whenever there was a new edition, they'd start a codex rotation, and whenever they started a codex rotation, it always started with at least one Space Marine codex. Yep. Yeah. And more often than not, you could go an entire edition and some of the armies, Xenos, usually, mm -hmm. would never get a codex revamp. Like, while Space Marines could get, like, two codexes per edition, some Xenos army would go two editions without a new codex. And I don't want 9th edition to be us going back to that. Yeah. But if... Right. If on the opposite end of the spectrum, going to ninth edition means that we are going to see massive revamps, because that's one of the things that was cool about those new codexes, they always they always meant massive revamps of models. If we're going back to that, so that we can get take care of the Eldars and take care of Tyranids and all these these armies that have older models, I would be down for that. However. I don't want it to go back to seeing new models once every six years for every army. No. No, no. no. There needs to be a balance between those two extremes. If we could also keep the power creep as we move through the uh, as we move through the addition to a minimum, that'd yeah. be okay. Yeah, because that's be always nice. the thing, right? Like. Whatever whatever codex came out last has the coolest toys and the most fun and all of that and like that's great and I it it's great from the standpoint of they're trying new things and doing and adding and and making it cooler and I am down for that 100%. But if we could make it kind of even that'd be sweet. Yeah, no, I'm I I completely agree. And and by the way, like as we saw with some of the announcement with the FAQ there is a new Space Marine Codex coming in for Ninth Edition early on. Yeah, no, I mean, so, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's. I so, mean, I think that's expected with every every edition. That's they're always in the box. Can, so I'm sorry. They, so, yeah, I was about yeah. to say we can pretty much guarantee that it's going to be Necrons and um, Necrons and Space Marines for the for the box. 
Um, there is a giveaway going on if you are signed up for the Games Workshop newsletter right now. And so people are speculating, right, because you can win a box. They have not said what the box is, but people assume that it is the starter box. And based off of the, the fine print that goes along with the giveaway, puts it at 120 pounds, which comes out to about 150 U.S. is the value of the prize. And so that's what people are more or less estimating uh, the cost to be. And so they have said that the, the rules for these models will be in the box. And so that, yep. So with, in with that box, with the pictures we saw there, pushing the Primaris a little further. So we got Primaris bikes along with the assault Primaris guys and some neat looking honor guard guys, um, which is, I, I like those models because the the Primaris guys we've seen so far, they've been pretty plain as far as decoration goes, right? They haven't had much, but these guys right. have some more neat details on them, which which make them look pretty interesting. We forgot an important part of the announcement, um, which was that we are getting an official 40k app. Oh yes. They have said that this will be so. This is going to be our our list building, and they've talked. They said the words inventory management, which I was down with. Mm. Um, like if they give me the ability to be like, okay, well, I've got, um, I have 60 boys and I have this and I have that. And then I go into list building and it tells me ahead if I already own these things, that would be amazing. Um, but I've basically said if it just prints better than, uh, Battlescribe does, then I'll be happy because Battlescribe does not like to go to a printer at all. I I think what's going to be important is whether or not the, the amount of hoops we're going to need to jump through to use the app. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because here's the thing. Like, if, if I get this app and, oh, I can use it to, I can use it to build an army, but only with power levels, that, that app yeah, just became completely helpful. useless to me. Yep. Um, if that app, like, it, whatever is going to stop me from, because I've said before on the show, one of the, things that has sold me the most models in my entire freaking life has always been army builder and now it's a bit balascribe yep being able to build lists without having to like scrunch down and do too much math like the, the easier it is for me to go from imagining an army theme to having a list that becomes a shopping list mm-hmm. the faster and easier i'm going to buy models yeah yep. so as long as Games Workshop does not put too many hurdles between me and you know ordering mo- models that way, all the yeah. better. Well, so and so that'd be exactly it, right? So okay, it's because they've done this with the Paint app, right? The Paint app is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things. I recommend it to everyone that comes in my store and asks me for help with painting. I'm like, please just download the app. This is a good place to start. Um, and so let's like, all right, give me that. So now I'm going to make a list. You know, I already have 60 boys, but I don't have these, these bikes that I need. All right, well now I have a shopping list and let me look at the list and be like, okay, well I need this, this, and this. Great. Here we go. That would be incredible. And that list comes with a, Hey, push this button to order from our website Mm. function. I mean, that's the thing. Hook it to my, hook it to my games workshop wish list. The, I'll be like, all right, add to cart, let's go. It's it's a very simple tenant of marketing and sales that you want to put the customer as close as possible to his product. Yep. This is this is why this is why deal, car dealerships have have display rooms. You and the first thing you say, hey, sit down in the car. Like, it's always about making the experience be between the customer and the potential product. Right. So yeah. if Games Workshop can do that, if Games Workshop can really streamline that, but the thing is, that includes being able to play those armies. And I, th- I think this is going to be the part that I'm worried that they're going to stumble. Like, they're going to say, well, we can't give you the possibility of making army lists if you don't buy the codex, so we're not going to have, like, points and, and unit rules directly in the app. I I think yeah, that, that I think that's that the part be... that they're gonna trip themselves up. They did say though, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they said that this edition um print print codices will come with a digital download. Did I hear that? Ooh, I missed I, that. I, I heard that somewhere. It could be super wrong, but I, I did hear that 
somewhere. I will I will verify it for next time. Um, but that would be amazing to be able to. I mean, so many RPG books do that now, um, where you get the physical book and and you can have a, a digital version. Um, that that would be amazing. Yeah. There, I I see no reason for them not to do that. Well, and so I subscribe to the Age of Sigmar app, and that has points, and and you can look at the War Scrolls in there and everything. Um, and it's like I think it's two bucks a month, so I don't. Oh, I, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. I just think it's a dollar fifty, but whatever. Either way, it's not much. Um, it's, it's a subscription, so I wouldn't. I would hope that they would be doing the same thing with the forty k, where you can still see all the different data slates for all the different units in your army. I, I'm 100% down with paying a subscription for it. Like, $2 a month is ridiculously yeah. low. Yep. I'm I'm very comfortable with that. Like, I, you, I draw... I think, I think you hit five, and I start going, okay, let me... Yeah, don't, don't make me choose between your app and, say, like, half of my Netflix subscription. Like, right, right. Yeah, because I'm not... Like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna use Battlescribe. Or, or, let, or let me put you... Put it a different way, like... Don't make me pay too much for your marketing scheme. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, a large part of what this app is going to do is sell me models. And, I like, I'm okay, I'm fine with subsidizing it a bit. I really don't want to, like, give you a ton of money for the pleasure of being sold things. <laughs> yeah. And for, like, stuff that I, like, I I will only pay so much for my laziness. Right, like at some point, I'll just be like, "Fine, I will sit here with pe- pencil and paper, and I will do math." And here we are. Like, I don't want to, but I will if you force me to. If I charge yeah. me too much money, it's like I already own several spreadsheet making applications. Yeah, I I can make my own army specific list builder. I don't want to. It's a way. So it's like it's a waste of my time. But at the same time, like if it's going to save me twenty four, like. 50 bucks a year, I'll do it. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Hopefully, so, I mean, it's supposed to be ready at launch, so, which is probably going to be soon. Um, so we'll have to take a look at it and see what it looks like. Um, along with that, so with, with 9th edition, we're, we're still finishing up Psychic Awakening. Uh, Engine War is up this week for pre-order. Um, yes. Which has some really cool... This is We're going to see all our, our new Mechanicus stuff, too. All the, <sighs> the flyers and, and the striders and all that. Oh, so cool. Lots of cool stuff. So good. So very good. Yeah, I mean, we've already talked about these units. So we, there's no need to go back yeah. into it. But, I mean, for the time being, I'm on new army and new model vacation because I've already got enough to do. But <laughs> you know the moment the moment my uh, my plate becomes clear and I can start, you know, putting new things on it, it's definitely gonna be Mechanicum again. Oh they did also launch the new um what is it, Warhammer forty thousand dot com? Is that what it oh, is? Oh yes the new They launched website, a new yeah. website that I don't remember what it is, so here we are. It's Here's the thing about that. Yes, is, Warhammer40,000.com, which, of course, has, like, literally just about nothing on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's got stuff for the three factions that were in the preview. Yep. Great. But here's... here's there were, weren't there four factions? Like, they, they just didn't bother putting anything about the Imperial Guard because uh, they were there just yeah. to die. <laughs> That's... They're fine. So, I... <laughs> a little confession... For the last few years, I had sort of assumed that there was already a 40k website, but I also assumed there was nothing interesting on it, so I never visited it. <laughs> like, I, it's got to be a thing, but it's like the nope. place there you go to show your to show your friends who've never played the game. Like, well, here's the Aldar, and right, here's right. this. <laughs> but no, I guess that's, I guess it's not a thing. No. Honestly, though, actually, if I'd hope they do an updated version of the um, the was it learn start playing 
Warhammer, something like that, or Learn to Play Warhammer. It's the magazine mm. that they, they put out. It comes with, like, one little Space Marine model. Because that yeah. is one of my favorite things for people that, like, walk in and they're like, so I heard there's a thing called Warhammer. And I'm like, great, $8, you get a model. It tells you the the every single faction with a basic idea of, like, their fluff and a general idea of how they play. And it, like, it's better than anything for people who have no idea what they want to do. To be like, okay, well now I at least have something for when people that walk into my store and they're like, so Warhammer, yes, <laughs> I know it's a lot. That's a good. So I hope that they keep that sort of thing and like make this website that they've done like that. Be like, you go here, click through your factions, see what they're about, and now, now I can send you on your way. All right, so here's your start collecting. Let's go. Yeah, no. Again, like it goes back to like just making it, making these the proper type of selling tools. Well, and they did a really good job with Eighth, right? Because they had Dark Imperium, but then they had, you know, First Strike and all those other smaller yep. box sets that were for those were fun. Bucks yeah. Or so. You know. Yeah, those were real good. I was a fan of that. I'm gonna have to get rid of that display. Man, <laughs> that's been up since the beginning. I have a feeling we get another one in. That'll get us a new one, yeah. And with, so with, you know, Necrons being the new big threat against the Imperium, that leads to some interesting story arcs, um, especially for our friends the Eldar, who also have a very old model line. Um, Mm. And Civilization. They have an old Civilization. Yes, true. A Civilization that's been around so long that they used to fight the Necrons before they were robots. So... Hopefully, well, I, that's what I'm hoping is that uh, with this new story arc, this is going to lead to some, like we were talking about before, a nice revamp of the Eldar line with some new units. That would be real good. Yeah, flesh out some of those little, like the Inari and all of that. Like, let's go. Inari need to be looked at very seriously because they have so much untapped potential. They right? were like, "Hey, here's this one thing. It's cool. Don't worry about it. We'll get back to it." Eventually. So here's here's like let, let me just go on a, a fun little tangent because I've already kind of goofed around with that idea, uh, chit chatting. But I, so they've shown us a, a, a model that might be a Satan, probably looks looks Void Dragonish. But here's the thing, like if we're talking about storylines, like the rumors have been that the Void Dragon is actually hiding on Mars. And the Adeptus Mechanicus know about him, and I, I don't know, like either they worship it or whatever. But I, 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 I don't want that. I, one of the things I kind of was dreaming is if they do a, an Eldar revamp, like the, the Eldars have like their Avatar of Cain, and I've always wanted the Harlequins to have an Avatar of Sigarash, and I mean, who knows what the future holds? But if they're gonna have some kind of machine oriented god being you know tucked away on mars i want it to be vol i want the eldars to come out and have an avatar of vol that'd be so amazing i want more avatars is what i'm saying like yep. they, yeah, they, 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 which i mean those are all those are and those are all perfectly good contenders for these big centerpiece models that we're talking about because if it's you know six avatars they would absolutely on have or not, I mean, not even now, but you would have the one, at, like, you know, you'd have attendance or whatever. And uh... I think the Court of the Young King would be a perfect centerpiece model. Mm, yeah, that's true. It's a good one. GW, we got you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's a freebie. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, <laughs> take that, run with it. You know, we'll, we'll... Yeah, whatever comes next, we're gonna we're gonna be charging. <laughs> And we'll, of course, as we get closer to ninth, which again nobody really knows when the release date is, but we all expect it soon. They said they said in the QA, quote, "It's a few weeks off yet." End quote. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what that means, but under three not, months. No, yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna not... be. It's a summer release. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's a few weeks. I'm saying it's maximum five weeks. Which is very helpful for those of friendly local game stores that are just now starting to open back up and so that'll be very nice yeah thank you gw 
Hey, what happened to that mall that was supposed to be exclusive to game stores? Like, we do we know when that's releasing? Oh, Some people so, already have it. It is yeah. basically it depends on when your store is able oh. to open. So your rep has however many. We don't even know because like my store hasn't gotten anything yet because we only just opened uh, a couple days ago um, for curbside. So um, it's it's like basically your rep has X number allocated for you when you open. Um, so there are people that uh, people that have them already. Um, but I'll, I'll report back when I know what happens here, certainly. And, and then there are people that are stores that get them and are just kind of throughout for highest bidder. And some stores are doing contests to see who can who gets them, like they're just giving them away. Yep. Um, it's up. It's it's up to the store though. What was interesting is that it, it says on I don't know if you guys have seen a picture of the box, but it says like store anniversary model, which leads me to believe this is going to be a model that GW is going to release at some point. Um, or they were yeah or they could have switched it and they just Um, reallocated it like it was for something that didn't happen Yeah, and so they've they've reallocated it for this yeah I did see that though which is more than fine yeah 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 Yeah, but you're not going to make new boxes for that and and some people are paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for it so good good for them I don't understand that I think the highest I saw was somebody paid five hundred dollars for one. Apparently, um, that is crazy. I yeah. can build a whole arm for that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But my Harlequin army cost me way less. <laughs> oh, big time. <laughs> um, so that's all. Kind of all we have so far about ninth, unless I miss something. I think that's everything for now. I mean, there's probably a lot of little nitpicky details. That... Well, I mean, they have announced that basically for, like, essentially every day in June, they're going to be there's going to be an article on Warhammer Community about ninth. Yeah. So there'll be lots of information. Um, it's get uh, it's get. I mean, I just took a look. Eighth edition was in June. That's when it was released, like June eighth. So it's got to be probably July. Probably would have been June if. This... Oh, that means that my means that my big uh, my my big display that I did for eighth will be coming up in my in my Facebook memories again. I made it a big deal at my store, and it was a good time. It we get to do it again. It may still be it may still be June. It might just be end of June. I mean, yeah. weeks yeah. away. I put I put this at three three to five weeks from now. Uh, you know, I I'm sorry. Good. I'm just gonna say because we have seen Games Workshop give us a tiny tease like on a Friday and then like on Sunday they're telling us yeah next week pre-order for this huge release. Yeah, they've done that a couple times this year. So I don't know. I think what'll really give us an idea is when the Psychic Awakening book after Engine War comes out, right? Because if it's yeah, next, like when if it's next if it's this week is Engine War and then the week after is the next book and then the week after that is the next you know. Then there, it's like then end of June, like totally makes sense. Um, yeah, it'll either be that or like the second, like the first full week of July, because yeah. they'll skip the holiday week in Canada and the U.S. Yeah, is my theory. I, I I don't know that they will skip it. I think because they're on the next accelerated schedule, they may just say, eh, "Let's just let's go, just go with it." You think? No, they won't, because July 4th is a Saturday here, and Saturday release dates, and so nothing will be open. Mm, They won't do it. True. Yeah, I I guess it all depends on exactly how desperate they are for this accelerated thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be the week before. Maybe. Yeah. Which is, like, a month away. That's that's so soon. So soon. there, There is another... There's, there's another possibility is that they aren't 100% sure yet. True. Right. Oh, they, that's absolutely oh, yeah. true. Which was my theory about what happened with the sisters. Um, was that there was like that second wave that that got delayed mm. uh, because it just wasn't ready. It, um, it could like be. Production and I mean, right now, 
right now production times are a roll of the die. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, the sisters, you can sort of say, ah, yeah, but Games Workshop's been pretty tight about, like, planning. Like, they plan these things years in advance. But right now, they're they're dealing with having to juggle their plans from a year ago and fixing them. So we we can be looking at almost anything, right? It's just fun. I mean, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited to see what they change. Um, they also one of the things they talked about was sort of making their match play missions more more variety and more sort of balanced for tournaments. Which, as a person who occasionally plays in tournaments, I think ITC is the most boring thing in the world. So hopefully yep. this will this will add something new to that. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited to see how it changes. And this, for our people who have listened for a while, we actually we start we started this group, um, Jeff, I, and Ashley at the time. We started right before Eighth Edition came out, so we survived an edition, guys. Good job. Wow. Well, Ashley did not. Um, her, I mean, her career at 40K Radio did not because she had more important things to do. Yeah. Like Ashley is still alive. <laughs> She's doing fine. She's got a dog. Um, so, okay, what what is the what is the thing you're most looking forward to? Either speculation and something that they've already announced, or something that's on your wish list. Well, for, I mean, for me, as as you know, my my space screen faction is Death Watch, and in the Q and A, they said, "Oh, we have big plans for them shortly after Ninth Edition drops," because they've sort of been lagging for a while with all the other other space ring stuff that's come out so hopefully they'll we'll see some good stuff there amy dark mechanicum because it's always dark mechanicum like just (laughs) give me this and then i can move on to other things i mean i'm happy that we're looking at xenos because as we've said they deserve some love and i i am a deep like i anything but imperium for the most part for me but um, I do love the Xenos races to, so like, please give me fancy things to play with and more flyers. How about you? Um, I am I am having... I'm putting a lot of hopes in the Crusade system mm. for yes. it to be a, a proper out-of-the-box Escalation League type thing. Yep. Uh, if I if I can use this to say, all right, we're doing an Escalation League, yeah, but how are we going to... Do- uh, it's in the book and just yep. move from there. That'll make me very happy because escalation leagues are things that like I keep wanting to do. We keep trying to start them up, but they're they a big never... summer project at my store. Like it's it's a thing that we try to do every year, and like there's kind of by week three, everybody's kind of <laughs> wandered off <laughs> right, to other right. things. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, between the the rules updates and, and the crusade system and just and they actually um, we didn't mention this they brought in the gentleman who runs Nova for for help with all this he's yeah. actually on the community team now yeah or he's running all the yeah he's running all the events for yeah. his workshop which is great which is cool because Nova's a great event um, I, a bunch of the people like because it's so close um, a bunch of the guys from here go down there and uh, they always have the best time so. Very excited. It's Good it's dude. nice it's nice to see that Games Workshop is reaching out to people who clearly have the expertise to handle and, and give kind of give an outside point of view and move it in the, to the inside. Right, because yeah. it's it's sort of the same idea as beta testing, right? Because if you once you give beta testing to people on the outside, they're going to see things that you never saw on the inside because you knew how it was supposed to work and so you kind of were blinded to oh but someone might want to do this and so having someone that's like been on the ground really and and has seen um you know the the big differences of how events run and then bring that to the inside and that's going to help with rules things too because it's going to be like like great like yes that's how you want the rule to work but on like in reality, nobody does that, or it doesn't work that way, or it's not fun. 
And the, be- the beauty of that is is that it's part of his job to go out and check that stuff out again. Right. Yep. So, yeah, this this it's I mean, good good for the dude because clearly it's it's a dream job, but also for good for us as as players of the game that we're going to have We've got a man on the inside. <laughs> We have a man on the inside whose job it is to walk, you know, step out once in a while and, and like, get a fresh look at how things are going. So it, it's going to really help keep things fresh. And that's the thing, like, we're getting a new edition, but with that new edition, we're getting a bunch of announcements that feels like next time we have an, another new edition, like, 10th edition is going to have to be further out because... Yep. Yeah, definitely. Like the, the the more they tighten how they handle these things, the more dynamic they become with like the app and and the way they they, they release things means that the need for new editions is going to be is going to just go down and down. It could be it could be it could wind up being very much like Dungeons and Dragons, where fifth edition is they've said that fifth edition is their last edition, like it's a living edition and it's going to grow and change with the game, but they're not overhauling everything again. And so, like, something similar could happen. Like, because where they've put in chapter approved and, and and these campaign books and things like Psychic Awakening, like, where they have ways of adding new information to the game, like, they could be like, well, I mean, it's still, you know, all right, so it's 10th, and it's, you know, we're three years into 10th, and, yep, we're going to keep doing 10th, but here's a new rule book that rolls in all of your chapter approveds and and all of that and like yeah we're gonna cycle back through the the codexes as we go but we're not gonna we're not gonna like overhaul everything and i i think that needs to be the goal this is like when when rumors of of this being ninth edition came out i was like oh i kind of hope not i really want eighth edition to like if they want to modify things i'd rather they just keep modifying eighth edition give us a new book like an 8.1 or something like that, because I I feel that's that's the the place that they need to reach for these things, so they con- can concentrate not on revamping everything, but on on the minutia, on the details, on the models, and on the armies. If they could make it way clearer which books are what, though, that'd be great. Yeah, and I I think that's where the app can become super important because. That's the thing, like, okay, I buy my codex, and it's got all the units that are currently available, but a year later, they put out a new unit for my army. I I don't think I want a new codex for this. I want to be just able, okay, well, I've, I've bought the model. I want to be able to use it without having to buy fresh new books. And if the app can just keep updating that way, yep. just or give even- me, like, crunchy rules in the app and I'll buy the codexes for fluff. Yeah. yeah. And even even the alright, so I, I've bought the codex and now like however many like however long down like like they did with Chaos, you know, alright, so there's a second one. Well I'm I'm like dusting off my dudes to play. I don't really want to buy a new codex for like this one game I'm gonna play. It's like give me the info I need somewhere I can use it. Yeah, because that's another thing that needs to be kept in mind. Whenever they put out new models for an army I like or an army I play, if I have to buy a fifty book, fifty dollar book, that's fifty dollars of new models I'm not getting. Right. Yep. Like I'm not gonna stretch my budget. I'm gonna compress my purchases. Yes. So, and I know that's probably not everybody, but I think that's a large majority of people. Like we're we're not irresponsible children that don't know how to manage our money. Well, some of us are, but. <laughs> I used to be. I can be both. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, a lot of what's going to come out of what they've announced for 9th edition, in my opinion, depends on how they're going to leverage those things. Yeah. And I think it can be absolutely phenomenal. I don't think, based on how they've handled things in the past five years, it's going to be catastrophic, but it could, it could be a bit of a letdown. There could be growing pains. There could be growing pains. I understand, but it's fine. I am I am optimistic. Yeah, I, I, in the end, I think it'll 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 be okay. Well, they seem to be focusing on fun, and that's kind of why I play games. So I'm yeah. I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah, exactly.
Well, a lot of news coming up soon, and as soon as we hear it, we'll let you guys know. Hopefully, maybe by next time that we uh, reconvene, we'll have a release date, depending on how accelerated their schedule is. Hmm. Connect with us on Facebook. Let us know what you think about 9th edition, um, good or bad. We want to know what you guys think. And until next time, keep checking out the updates on the GW website. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.